0: FM 104's Select Irish with Louise Ty.
1: Select Irish on FM 104 and Driven Snow released their new album, A Kind of Dreaming, on this Friday. Emily is here to tell us more. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So it is the debut album. Tell us, where did this project begin?
0: Oh, um, well, I suppose it's kind of very... Late or sorry, early origins were back in about two thousand and ten or eleven and Kieran and myself Kieran was obviously very busy with Delorento's at the mm. time and I had probably just started to wrap up with Republican loose and I was doing another kind of project with some friends and I was working and stuff. So he just kinda of said to me, you know, if we ever like if you ever want to do some writing with me, let's try and do it and mm. so that was kind of an option, but they were so busy um, touring and I was working full time and then we got married and then <laughs> some kids came along and you know, so things just always kind of got in the way. Like we did one or two little um, like we kind of developed songs that he had not used for Delorento and yeah. we did one or two little gigs but it was very sporadic and so then when lockdown happened, um, like we had been singing with the kids for years like just singing little songs at night time and we'd be on Spotify, looking for nice nursery rhymes and nice music to play them that wouldn't kind of wreck our own heads, you know? Of course, yeah. And we, yeah. And <laughs> so we decided then, you know, maybe we should try and record a few little nursery rhymes or kind of pop songs that we'd like um, or just like any songs that we liked that we might um, like do in a little kind of gentle version for the kids. Yeah. So we decided to actually do that. We we went into the studio and recorded a few of them and a, a friend of Kieran's who is in the business... With, kind of had to listen to them and said, listen, you know, maybe you should try and do your own songs. So, um, lockdown happened and Kieran had time, like, unfortunately for De Renta, there was time and there was no gigs coming up, mm-hmm. but, um, and I wasn't working and I was expecting a baby. And we just started kind of like using our evenings to, uh, kind of write music. Kieran already had a few friends and then we started to kind of do stuff together. You know, like I, I wouldn't wouldn't have been confident really with my own writing at that point. But I was very happy to <laughs> tell him how to uh, change the stuff that he came up with. So, you know, it just kind of gradually went from there. And honestly, yeah, you always.
1: both came from separate bands. Was it difficult yeah. then to come together and write together?
0: No, I don't think so. Because like for a really long time we would have shared the same musical, even though the bands we were in were both very different. And like, I definitely have more of a kind of a, I don't know, my my, music that I listened to, even before I was in the loose, I would have been listening to a lot more hip hop, R&B, dance music than Kieran. He'd be much more of an alternative uh, music guy, but um, there was definitely a a big area in the middle where we'd meet and and have a lot of um, bands in common. So when we started actually playing together and I had done a few I had done back and vocals with Della for a good while as well on their last album mm-hmm. and after a few gigs and stuff but we, we always we always had the same musical taste really and then when we started playing together because we actually couldn't sing loudly or play loud <laughs> instruments in the evening when we were trying to write it all just kind of was quite gentle and quite mellow, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's how it didn't really... There wasn't a big disconnect between what we were writing, you know, and also because we were kind of writing about just, you know, things that had happened or, like I said, like our, our lives were fairly mellow and, dream- and you know... It kind of feels At that point, It is. Yeah, yeah. It fitted unlikely nicely, together, yeah. And yeah. then
1: when it transitions over then to the live show, how was that like initially?
0: Oh, we were, I was scared about that, actually, because, you know, I would have been used to being in the background a lot with the mm-hmm. Republic of Luz And while we did, you know, sing some, like, lead vocals on some of the tracks, I was always a little bit awkward uh, being in the front uh, of the stage. But Kieran is obviously very used to it. And, like, we didn't, we were going to have, a like, a bigger band set up. We were going to have drums and bass. Um, But we just decided to keep it as manageable as we could at the beginning, you know, like so that we didn't have to, like everything, kind of the ethos the whole way through has just been to try and keep it as simple as possible just to make it easier for ourselves in our lives because trying to coordinate a lot of people together, even for rehearsals or, you know, for gigs, it's difficult. So um, uh, just with the way things are with work and everything. So we started off just with one keyboard player with Jeff, Um, and he's absolutely brilliant and so when we did our first gig we were just it just actually worked that we were together on the stage Kieran and I so the the vibe was pretty natural and I didn't mind I found that I didn't mind once he was there beside me I was pretty confident being up front as well and then we just stuck with the keyboards because it kind of worked from the beginning so as long as the venues are small and there's kind of an intimate vibe I think the three piece works really well and uh, we've been fairly comfortable with it so far.
1: So A Kind of Dreaming is coming out on February the 9th. It has nine tracks on it. How would you explain mm-hmm. it to somebody?
0: <laughs> um, I, li- I actually listened through the CD there the other day when we got it because I hadn't had a chance to listen through the whole thing. And the way I would explain it is that it's very... It's mellow, as I said, mm-hmm. but also there's there are things... I I feel like for certain people at certain stages in their lives there's a lot there to connect with mm-hmm. because you know what we, we're not trying to write pop music necessarily you know it's it's not pop but it's very catchy and very relatable kind of stuff but also it's nice to listen to when you just want to kind of have a bit of a chill and then relax basically that's how it's greatest
1: and it is coming out as a hard copy. So, as you mentioned, you're getting CDs. You also have a really gorgeous vinyl as well that's coming.
0: Yes, we're very excited about that. So, there's a lot that comes with the vinyl. Yeah, <laughs> we had an idea book. that we yeah, coloring book and everything. <laughs> yeah, like we were kind of like, well, you know, people who are buying our music might might be a little bit older now, might have a few kids, <laughs> and uh, or might just like a little bit of mindfulness for themselves. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. So, like, yeah, we have a coloring book which contributed to. By two of our kids and uh, Kieran and I created the whole thing. And then we have this gorgeous, the actual vinyl itself is kind of a turquoise sea blue color. It's really nice and uh, gorgeous uh, album artwork and a nice uh, little story about us on the inside as well. So it's really nice. It is like it's lovely just to have that kind of physical uh, copy of the music as well. You know?
1: Was that very important for you guys to have?
0: Yes, I think so. I mean, like Kieran has. I mean, I've been on lots of albums before, and Kieran has um, obviously released loads of albums with Delorentos and and has achieved so much with them. But I think for us, like just to have that um, kind of, I suppose, the symbol of our achievement mm-hmm. and a, a record there, like for the kids, but for ourselves as well, and just to show as well that like you can make music and create create art and not necessarily like with with the goal in mind of just essentially kind of trying to feed your soul, really, I suppose, Enjoying and it. create something and enjoy it. exactly, mm-hmm. like, And also, you know, we're not, we're not like in our early 20s anymore. And so it's nice to see that you can still do these things, even after you've kind of had your kids and you're working full time and stuff like that. There's definitely room for it if you're lucky enough to be able to do it, you know. So.
1: Absolutely. So the debut yeah. album, by Driven Snow is a kind of dream which is out on February the ninth. You're also heading off on a small tour as well.
0: Yeah, so we're doing a few venues around the country. We're doing Wheelands uh midterm break, of course, <laughs> make it easy for everybody. Um, so we're doing the seventeenth, sixteenth, uh, and the seventeenth, the Friday and the Saturday um, uh, of February in Wheelands, in Little Wheelands, the so lovely little venue there. And then I think there might be one or two tickets for that left. And then also we're playing. 22nd of March in um, Cork, and uh, down in that uh, lovely new Cypress Avenue venue, and then we are playing in um, Limerick in Dolans, upstairs in Dolans on the 23rd of March. So lots, lots of gigs coming up, and more to be announced as well. Where's, but,
1: the, where's the best place to get all that information?
0: Um, I think on our we on our Instagram page, so it's driven snow music. Uh, we're on Instagram. We're on. TikTok, I think, <laughs> <Kieran> looks after <laughs> all of that, and uh, Facebook uh, there. So, yeah, all the information will be all there in our in our bio uh, on all those
1: pages. Yes. Yeah. Emily of Driven Snow, thank you so much for chatting to us.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.